Hey guys, this episode is a homeschooling episode about not giving up, about finding mentorship, about making sure that you're doing what's best for your family in a way that your family is built first from the heart first, that fights are put to the side and building love and community and fellowship becomes the most important. I pray that this episode blesses you. I hope that you guys find time to just find what's best for you. And I hope that you guys are praying for mentors in your life. And if you need somebody, please come to my homeschooling for you group. And I now also do one-on-one coaching for moms. If you want help to ditch your curriculum, pick different choices, get help to minimize your curriculum where you can just pull the highlights from it and do what serves you best. This is how I teach. I like to have improv and spontaneity and fun and games and making sure that I'm hitting all of the different kids' learning styles with a lot of discussion and a lot of family time. This is a entrepreneurial mom who reached out to me on a another group on Facebook and um, said she's a working mom who homeschools. So I said, I would like to hear the way that you do it too, because I don't want everybody to just hear me and my way. It won't help others when they need to find their way. So here is another mom to share her way of how she got through homeschooling. Well, how are you today? I am good. So what does God have you doing right now? Well, right now, I so I have four children, but they're all grown. So my last, well, my last one's at home. She's turned 18, her last year, her senior year. So, um, and my, I'm kind of doing two businesses right now. <laughs> um, my stay-at-home business, which is Avon, and then um, my daughter, the art when we get into it my homeschooling that I've done um I also I do through it's called Academy Northwest it's a like a homeschool co-op so everything is grades and everything are done through that so I don't have to keep track of that it's an accredited um so three years ago when my daughter decided she wanted to actually take classes at the school instead of just being at home I started working there to pay for the schooling so I'm kind of like a paraeducator so I work four days a week six hours a day there as well so Awesome. Well, then you'll have lots of good experience to share on here and how to encourage moms when they're still in the thick of it. Yep. I've done it all. So I've done public school, homeschool, and this part. So I've done all of them. Awesome. And so that the company you work for is to help moms who would otherwise be a private affidavit on their own? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, you guys must have got inundated this year with just, can you work with people out of state or just Washington? Um, that I'm not sure of, um, if it's just Washington state, but yeah, we, we had an influx of kids because we actually went back to school. Um, our school, so there's, there's lots of them around. So the school that I'm actually at, we have 40 kids. Um, but there's schools almost in every city all the way up to past Seattle, all the way to, uh, about an hour North of me as well. Um, and some, some schools have in school, some are just remote schools where they, you just meet with a person one-on-one, like once a month. So there's variations, which is which is why I liked the program because I could choose what worked for me and my kids at the time and the stage we were in. But we did get an influx of kids, of parents that just did not want their kids to be doing the remote learning, and so they brought their kids over to us. So okay, so you guys, you, do, you I thought that maybe you guys were just a paperwork holder 
where some nope. people are allowed to be completely at home, you don't have that option in that? Yes, you can be completely at home, or you can bring your kids part-time, or you can bring your kids full-time. Okay. So kind of the best of both worlds. It's We can call it a homeschool co-op. Parents are ultimately responsible for teaching their kids. Um, it's there for, like, maybe you're not good at math, and so you want your student to have a math teacher. Um, you can bring them just to math. Or maybe you want, you're not good at teaching English, so you just want your kids to be there in English. And then we have families who bring their kids, they go about four hours a day, and they take English, math, history, and science, all four subjects. Yeah. So, that's, so it's a mix. Yeah, that's the way my mom had done it for me in eighth grade. I had to go to classes for, like, extra writing, extra history, and some of the extra stuff. And then um, all the rest of it was at home. Yeah, so it's I, that's why I liked it because my boys didn't want to go to the school, so we did pretty much everything at home, and then I, we just met with the principal or whatever you want to call her, the head person, uh, twice a month to just make sure they were on track and they needed any they had any questions or things that I couldn't answer for them, they were able to get that extra help from her, um, uh, especially for me reading or um, writing is not my forte, so um, helping them with correct grammar and all of that I might be able to say it but I may not say it in the correct grammatical way right (laughs) no like a lot of that is over complicated for me now that I'm teaching my kids in high school I'm like I don't know and you're not going to use all of it so just do your best (laughs) exactly we can even get that with the kids I'm teaching business math right now at the school since I took business math I'm teaching that with our uh like our freshmen at the school and the kids are like, why do I need this? I go, you will use this. You may not use algebra in, in your life, but you will use practical business math in your life. <laughs> yeah, no, I try. I'm uh, This this session, I'm actually going to test my son out because we've done so much on it. Like, I know he already knows it. So we're going to test out and we're going to focus in business math and um, actually like talking about taxes and categorizing stuff because he has his first job and so he's doing really good keeping a uh, we got him an app through uh, Dave Ramsey I think and he's doing good at like tallying everything he's buying and keeping track and yeah so I want to put it more into play yep that's the program we're using is the Dave Ramsey nice yeah so I want to put it more into play and have some written out stuff too and um, explain like what really happens with it in the end. So awesome. Yeah. So what got you into homeschooling way back when? (laughs) So my oldest daughter is 24 and, um, when she, so all of my kids start, all of my kids started in public school. Um, I was very involved in the public school, elementary school and where we're at, it was, I felt comfortable. Nothing was being taught that was against what we believed. My daughter in her sixth grade year, we start middle school in sixth, seventh, and eighth is where we do our middle school here. So when she went to sixth grade, um, from fifth grade to sixth grade, she decided that she did not like the peer pressure. She did not like the way that things were going with her with her peers and just the immorality and the language and all of that. She was very sensitive. And so she just was like, I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to be in the public school system. And... So um, we decided with her to try. I never really had never really thought about homeschooling. Um, our elementary school my kids were in was amazing. People thought I was a teacher there. I was there so much. I could be involved. I knew what my kids were teaching. I could pull them out of things that were um, I didn't want them to be in. Um, very open with the teachers, so I never had any issues. But 
So we decided to do it, and that time um, I didn't know about Academy Northwest, and so I kind of went into it blindly and just thought, okay, um, I know people homeschool. I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. She doesn't want to be there. And so we tried it. Didn't go well. (laughs) Um, So she's the oldest of four. Um, So the other two were at the elementary school, but I had my youngest um, was was still at home. And at the time, I got offered working for doing house cleaning, and we could use the extra money. So I decided to do house cleaning on the side. So I was homeschooling. My daughter was home with my youngest daughter while I was working, and that didn't go well. Um, She hated it. We fought like crazy um, and just started seeing some things changing. And so we ended up putting her back in school, um, which I look back now, wish I'd never done, and even she says she wished she had never gone back, but we ended up putting her back in school, and she went through the public school system all the way through high school, but now she's doing great. She's a third grade teacher at a private school in Connecticut, and so it worked for her. Um, so then my kids are all two years apart, so my next one, when he came up, it was just automatic, just seeing the things that were happening in the elementary or in the middle schools and stuff. I just didn't want to put my other kids into that. And so by the time every each kid got to sixth grade is when I pulled them. So they all went through elementary through fifth grade. And then when they got to middle school, I pulled them and started homeschooling. So that's that was my start in it. <laughs> kind of thrown into it. Yeah, well, that is a hard year to start. I love starting at kindergarten, having gotten the opportunity to. But I was only homeschooled seventh and eighth grade. So I do know kind of from the child side, what that was like of coming out of public school. And then mom, um, I didn't fight with my mom much, but at the same time, like I was, I, I didn't know this as a kid, but now I know I'm just very self-motivated. And so it was like, here's your books. And I would just be up in my room and finish my books. And I, I really loved it in the fact of like, then I just take my breaks when I wanted and I'd like go jump on the trampoline and be like, do I pee for a little bit, mom? <laughs> And um, I had animals that I could go work and just be outside and take the breaks that I needed. But I also, again, I was so self-driven that it was like, I I knew as a kid how to like set myself little rewards, you know, like I'd be like, okay, if you can finish this in one hour, like I play a game in my own head. And I don't know how my mom got so lucky of doing that. And I wish I could teach my own kids that because they're not that way at all. And they're... I have a eighth grader and a freshman, but that year of like six, Middle seven, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's butting heads years. <laughs> like, there are years where you are establishing that ground of like, I care about you and you need to make good decisions, you know? Yeah. And she was really for her because she was really missing the friends. We were in a small church at the time and there was no youth group for her. So that was also a bad, bad thing. Um, we eventually got, went back to the church where I met my husband, where they had a youth group of about 60 to 70 kids. And that was kind of the change for her. So I think just the circumstances around it, me not knowing that I had a homeschool, going back to work and her not having the social just really was not a good fit for her. And, um, yeah, I mean, we say she's kind of our miracle kid that she's even serving the Lord still. So God just took a change. And she'll tell you that, too. She tells you stories um, that God, I mean, that God got a hold of her senior year and just totally changed her because she could have been totally somewhere else. The other kids, homeschooling, 
went fairly smoothly. I didn't have the same issues as I did with her. But, you know, they say the oldest is usually your training ground, right? <laughs> I, I And I tell my kids because I was the oldest. So I'm like, guys, I'm doing my best. You yeah. are my guinea pigs. And, <laughs> like, just try not to have me yell at you so much. <laughs> just do better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because, so it was definitely easier as it went along and learning it and doing it. Plus, you know, I had years, you know, in between. I learned what not to do with her from her. And then, you know, and then when, when I got connected with Academy Northwest, that was a help because I had somebody to kind of sound things off with. And I didn't have anybody else around me that homeschooled. So it was all new. I didn't know anybody around me that, well, I won't say that. I did know some people that homeschooled. But they were kind of the, the, you know, when you get the bad name of homeschoolers that don't really homeschool, that's what they were doing. And I knew I didn't want to do that. I, there's life experience, but they still need to learn. They can't just play all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what, did, what was like your biggest learning? Okay, I'm not going to do that again. Um, for one, I wasn't going to work while they were homeschooling. Okay. Um, that was a big one. I really felt, you know, with having four kids, uh, there was just, I just, I couldn't, I needed to be home when they were home. I mean, I could, I could work cause I did my, so I started my Avon. So that was the work and I just stuck with that rather than I was doing the house cleaning too. I just, I tried to do the house cleaning if I was going to do it cause I still stayed connected, um, with, uh, when the kids were done with school or when they were around, you know, not during school time when they needed my help to learn and to be taught. Um, probably the biggest thing was, is be flexible because I'm a pretty rigid, I like order, I like structure and with homeschooling, you have to be flexible. So I think that was a big thing for me, just learning to be flexible and learning how each kid learns because they all learn differently. (laughs) Yes. That's what I hugely promote all over Facebook is like, and luckily I got, my biggest challenge was my first. He has very unique learning style and so I had to like throw away the book sometimes and be like okay how do I make these into real manipulatives and categorize these things and so finding out who they are and how they learn not only do I say like that's the best to serve them for the rest of their life because we're always learning you know is is finding that learning style so how did you come about learning that they each had different learning styles and you had to do things different for each one Well, for me, um, I like to kind of search things out. So I actually read uh, Personality Tree. I don't know if you know that book. And also The Five Love Languages. Yes. Um, Which both, the Personality Tree actually helped me more because it actually goes in specific of what, um, where the five love languages is really their love language. The Personality Tree actually goes into like how they learn, how they act and what kind of sports they would like, what kind of activities they would like. And it really helped me to see where each of my kid was and how I could use that to help their learning better. For instance, I'll use my oldest son. He is a not a team sport person. He's an individual sport person. He is not an outdoors person. He wants to be indoors. He's my bookworm. And his, um, I mean, he was a math whiz. Anything math, he could do it. So just learning those things about me helped me to how to how to teach him in a way that would help him learn the best. That's awesome. I still would highly recommend the love languages because one of the things I think is hard is like balancing being that loving mom and also the scolding teacher. (laughs) And if we know, 
Yeah, and if we know how to pour that love back in after we've maybe had a hard day, it, I think it's, I, I think I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it. Yeah, both books are. So if you haven't read The Personality Tree, I don't remember who the author is, but it's called The Personality Tree. It has a tree on the front of it. It's an older book, um, but it, it, to me, that was my biggest help for just understanding their, the love language was easy for me because I can pretty much pick that out in my kids. I could pick out what their love languages were, but the personality stuff was an eye-opener for me. Awesome. I'm so glad you shared that. Um, so what else was, um, what, what was one of your biggest takeaways of benefiting from homeschooling? Well, obviously flexibility of being able to go and when you want, how you want and be able to do the kids how they want. For, for me, um, I have two type one diabetic kids. Um, they were diagnosed three years apart. And so for me, that was, a way that I can monitor that better, didn't have to be worried so much. So for that was a big plus for me is um, in the beginning when my son first got it, he was at the school and so I was having to go down there a lot. And I, it makes it hard when you have to be dropping what you're doing to go to the school to check on them or do things because the school didn't know how to deal with it. So when they were home, it was a lot easier. So that was a big one for me. Um, I loved the family. I just felt like our family was closer. It made us closer as a family being here being able to do the things together, having, you know, dad help, mom help, um, the kids helping each other. Uh, that's always cool to see. Um, even my boys are two years and two days apart, total opposite kids. My oldest was, is the nerd as we say, and my youngest is the jock. I mean, if you were going to put a label and so just seeing the two of them, even though they were different and how they learned and how they did, they could still to come together and help each other with things and still be, you know, family time and I don't know I just feel like school they were gone for so long I mean even in elementary as much as I enjoyed those years with them at the elementary school I mean they were gone from you know nine o'clock until three o'clock every day and I just I don't know I, I like having my family around I like being close so to me that's the biggest benefit is having your kids around knowing who their friends are knowing what they're doing being involved in what they're doing being able to be to breathe and invest into them what those the um principles and the skills and the things you want them without the you know negative influence of course they're going to be in the world I mean they're, they're going to be living in this world too just like any of us but their foundation is important and breathing that into them to me was important and what was the most favorite favorite um subject that you did or like activity or something you like had like a huge learning thing with the kids that like maybe you got more excited than they did <laughs> um we took a class um, with another family, it was a for health, and it was we actually got together once a week and did cooking together. And I love to cook, so the kids we brought all the ingredients. The kids got to cook and they got to eat from it and sit down. And to me, that was the most fun. Um, although I don't love science, um, we did science experiments with my sister, who was also um, just dabbling into homeschooling. So those to me were probably the most fun times because I really feel like the kids loved those, interacted and enjoyed that time. They looked forward to that. We did that also once a week, we'd get together and do a science experiment. And I just have good memories of spending that with my sister and the kids and just the excitement in their, in their faces. So those are probably the most, probably the most exciting things. And again, that's because I'm a visual hands-on person. So that's probably why I enjoyed those the most and the kids seem to enjoy them. So. <laughs> How did you come about, like, did you, did your sister watch you do it and then she did it too? And how did you find the other community? 
So my sister has um, two kids, one, um, and they're six years apart. And the youngest one, which is he's six months older than my third, than my third. Um, and he was struggling in school, hated school, um, wasn't, was getting in fights, getting picked on all the way from elementary up. And so she needed to come up with something else because he, it was a fight constantly. He was in the office at school all the time and she knew what I was doing. And so she decided to jump on board and she did the full-time Academy Northwest because she could, she just didn't feel like she could teach him. And so, um, so he would go to school full-time. My kids were not going to full-time. And then we would meet up on um, Wednesdays was that there was no school on Wednesdays. That was kind of the homework day where everything got done at home. And so that was the day we would do our experiments and any hands-on things and stuff. So that's how she got involved because of what I was doing. So is there a way to like, if, cause it, when you first started, you, you, you feel like you maybe failed because you just didn't have the community. Correct. So if somebody is out there right now going like, I am not liking this on my own. Like this is really hard, but I don't want to give up. What would you tell them to do? Well, there are lots of things out there. I will say you'll have to search if you're in a church, most likely. I, I mean, depending on the area we're at, but I, that would be my first place is if you're in a church, there's might be some homeschoolers, depending on the area we're at, where you're at, but um, a church community would definitely be a place to find homeschooling and coming up with things. Um, a mom's group, um, a lot of times if you have a mom's group, there, might, there would be some homeschooling. I, I was part of a mom's group when the kids were younger, and some of them, that was before school time, some of them did have older siblings and they were homeschooling. Um, I just didn't, I didn't stay connected with them and that's why I could reach out to them once my kids were out of the preschool age, I didn't stay connected with that group. Um, another one, I would say just go online. There, there are lots of resources online and ways to connect with people. Obviously Zoom is, an, is one way, um, but there's lots of resources. And then if, you know, for me, the Academy Northwest program was a, a lifesaver for me. That's just what I needed because I like structure. And so that was a structure for me and a balance and I like the fact that I could choose to whether if I wanted my kids to go to a class or if I wanted to be strictly at home um, they kept track of the grades they do a graduation they get National Honor Society all of that I like the fact that I can feed it into something and it's done for me rather than I had to keep track of everything I just felt with four kids it was overwhelming for me to try to keep track of everybody's stuff all on my own yeah Anything else that you're constantly getting now that you're working for the school? Other moms, like, what's the common... Ah! <laughs> the common need for encouragement. Well, I'll give you two things. One thing is people don't realize that, um, for me, when I started doing that and my kids were in the public school and I had a part-time public school, part-time homeschooling, people were like, you can do that? You can do that now that we're in Washington. I don't know if it's everywhere, but my school, the public school I was in, was amazing working with me with that. There was never an issue. I was never looked down on for pulling my kids out and doing some stuff at home. I was very front with them and said, I don't like what you're teaching in uh, science, history, and English. Um, so I'm pulling my kids from those. So they took like math and the extra things at school, the electives, and we did everything else at home. So that's one thing I would say, don't be afraid if you feel like you want some, some people who are homeschooling want to keep a connection in the public school. And if they choose to, don't be afraid to talk to your school and know that there's an option. 
Yeah, that's um, not true in California, and it has it has everything to do with money and nothing for the benefit of the kid. So, oh, I'm sorry, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, so here it is. So that's one thing I always tell parents, and they were always encouraged that because when they would hear that, they'd be like, "What? You can do that?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm doing it for this many years, and not a problem." Um, the other one I would say is, "Don't give up." I feel like I gave up too quick with my daughter. Um, part of that I think was personality for her and I. Um, that we just didn't click, but don't give up searching and finding somebody who can help. Cause I think if I had a stuck with it, found the right person that I could have gotten some help and maybe they could have taken over some of the stuff to help with teaching her that I felt like we were butting heads. So I would just, you know, that's the thing that I get from people is they, you know, I just need help because I only went through high school. I didn't go to college. I didn't go to college either. Okay. I only went through high school. I only graduated from high school. Um, and then I was a mom. I got me. I, I actually got married in high school. So not because I was pregnant, just because we were ready to get married and I wanted to be married and be a mom. And so I got married in March, graduated in June. <laughs> um, so, you know, don't say because you don't have a college degree, you can't do it because you can, there is resources, there's help, but you are going to have to be your own advocate. You are going to have to search and help your children and be out there and be that advocate um, you can't just sit back and expect it to be handed to you. And it can be overwhelming at times. So take those breaks. Find people you can communicate with and talk with. Other moms are going through the same thing. And whether they're like you, you're right, you're still in the mix of it and I'm done. But we can still have things in common and still share and read from each other um, of what to do. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody because you have little kids and they have high schoolers that you can't get help or vice versa. So yeah. just reach out to any community that you can find out there. Yeah, mentorships are amazing. <laughs> yes, they are in all aspects of life. But in this, I think that was probably the biggest thing is I think I gave up too soon, not knowing what I was doing, and I didn't have the support, and, and I should have searched harder, not only for me, but for the sake of my kid. Yeah. And then back to the whole, I tell everybody, there's always Google. Just keep searching it. You don't have to feel smart. There's Google. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to, and, you know, it's it'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah, you get to learn alongside them and show them what dedication to learning is. Yep. And you learn new things because you, you know, when you've been out of school for, you know, as many, as many years I had before my kids went, I'm like, um, I know I did this, but I don't remember how to do that. <laughs> right. That's one of the blessings of having started at kindergarten for me as I regrew everything. <laughs> so I, as much as I kicked and fought in the beginning, it ended up being good for me. I think it's easier, honestly, I, looking back, I would say it probably would have been easier if I had started in kindergarten than starting when they were in fifth or uh, sixth, seventh grade. And not only just because of the social and, you know, the all the stuff that they go through, through in their um, middle school years, but just because you're grounded and they know that and it's not different. Um, one of the things my kids always said, which was really weird, why do I have so much homework? And I'm like, it's not homework. It's the same as when you were in school for six hours. Now you're just doing it at home. They never, especially my, my second youngest, um, he never concepted that. He never could catch on to that. He always called it homework. So <laughs> that's funny. I have too much homework. I'm like, no, it's the same work you would do if you were at school. <laughs> Probably so less, but what about other like mom times? I'm not a big person to advocate like uh, 
spending too much me time in a selfish type of way, you know? Like, I think that our world's taken it to this other level of saying, like, you're not doing you enough and you need to, you know, and then I watch moms get carried away and then really start resenting their motherly things instead of remembering that that's their blessing in the moment. So what would you suggest to a mom that just like, what, did you get up a little bit earlier and read your own book? Did you have your own reading time? Did you make sure you had a wind down time at some point? Like, was there any sort of mom routine you put in? My, as I tell my husband, being a mom is what I want to do. I, I totally feel God. I was meant to be a mom and a wife. That's what I've always felt. So for me, I love how, in fact, it's hard for me right now thinking that my kids are grown and I don't have kids in the house as much. I mean, I still have some of them in the house, but I'm not the same mom. So I never needed really me time. I will say um, I did do things, but they were usually after the kids went to bed and they were like ladies nights at our church. That was usually my, my me time was um, we would do a once a month um, crafting night and we would do it from nine to midnight. Nice. So the kids were in bed. Um, dad was home and I didn't have to worry about them. And would I be tired the next day? Maybe, but I had a good time and it was just that reprieve. So, um, it all really depends on who you are. Some people like to get up earlier. I couldn't get up earlier. Every time I got up earlier, my kids would get up earlier. I never failed. So (laughs) I could never do the get up earlier time. (laughs) I hear you. There's sometimes I'm like, dear Lord, I'm trying. Exactly, exactly. So I, I just, I know moms, some moms need that and need that. So if you know in you that you need some time away, definitely do that for yourself because you're not, I think you're hurting yourself if you don't give yourself that time, if you know you need it. But I do not advocate. I am not for the all about me. It's yeah. about serving others. God, that's what God expects us to do is to serve others. And if you're a mom, you became a mom because you wanted to be a mom. You didn't have kids, just have kids to give them to a daycare, to a babysitter, to someone else. I would hope not. You came a mom to become a mom Mm -hmm. and you will, you'll get to a point where I'm at, where my kids are all grown. And now I wish I could go back to being that mom again. So don't take it for granted. Love them, spend as much time and invest as much time as you can in there because they, they need you. They need to see that. And, um, I, my daughter, my oldest daughter, when she was in high school, she used to, the question she used to ask me, why do my friends always have, you know, the best phone, the best this, the best that, the best that? And I made the comment to her and I said, Caitlin, I can go back to work and you can have the best of everything that you want. Or I can stay home and go to every activity, every school function, every church function, every friends can come over. I'll never have to say no to you because I'm home. I don't have to say, no, I can't because I'm working. No, I can't because I'm working. And, oh, I don't know how in the last couple of years, she's been married three years now. And she said, um, she's thankful that I was home. And those were the best times of her life was when I was home and there with her. So you will reap the rewards down the road. That's for sure. Yeah. Not saying you can't be a working mom because my mom worked all of my life and I loved my mom and had a great relationship, but on the aspect of if you're not, you know, investing in your kids, making sure you're there for them. 
Yeah. Well, I like that you've mentioned that that once a month you guys got up, stayed up really late to have some fun, get some moms together. We had a Christian moms homeschooling group and we were only getting together once a month and it was, it was perfect. And sometimes I was there till 2 a.m. just to let a mom cry about how terrible it was going, but just to be like, we're there too. We swear we're here for you, you know, and just a once a month read, that was enough for me too. I'm totally missing it with COVID. People just kind of I don't know. Homeschool moms are hard to motivate to get together. They're like, then you become too much of a home hermit and then you're not getting community. And this whole COVID thing's like made an excuse to never see anybody ever again. And I'm trying to remind people that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know it is. It is hard. And I know your guys' rules, I think are a lot stricter than ours are here. Um, as far as things, because none of your schools are in I, uh, in our county, some of them are like once to twice a week. Okay. okay. That's it. Yeah. But it is what it, I, I, I don't, I'm homeschooling. I already wasn't the benefit of it. I'm just That's counting my blessings. Everybody's homeschooling pretty much in some sense, which, right. you know, it's, which it's is, hard. Which is why I wanted to show up bigger for them because I'm like, okay, God, you had me here for nine years and now everybody's here and they didn't want to. And originally I didn't want to, you know, and then I've had to understand the blessings of it and um, go through the hardships. And I get on sometimes and I say, guys, I'm, I'm not, it would be unfair of me to pretend it's always rainbows and sunshine over here. <laughs> um, it, it, it's not. And there's some days I just want to cover my eyes and give up <laughs> you know? or at least give up for the day. And I've also realized that giving up for a day to just say, you know what, God's grace tomorrow, because his mercies are new in the morning, and I will let go of a day. <laughs> Not worth the fight sometimes, just it's, to make it through and keep going. Nope, nope. So I um, I teach and preach to that in my, I have a homeschooling for you group where I encourage other new moms in this. So um, yeah. do you have anything else that you had on your heart you wanted to make sure you said to us? I, do. I don't think So in transition right now, um, like one of the things that I feel like God's called me to is helping moms in transition or feeling like I got to put more because I've given so much in homeschooling and I have other things I want to give to be serving the world. Are you in something where you're starting to make that shift or are you like going to enjoy your rest time for a while and just being there until grandkids come? Like what's, 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 what you feeling? Well, I have a grandbaby. Okay. He, he's there in Connecticut. Um, it'll be a year. We're actually going there on Thanksgiving. Um, so I've been doing my Avon business for 17 years So since my youngest was a year old, and I will continue to do that, and my plan with that is to stay um, in that. And then I really want to be able to, I'm kind of like you, I feel like God is wanting me to breathe into stay-at-home moms. Um they may not be homeschool moms because it might just be stay-at-home moms with their kids are little and then going back to work. But I really feel, you know, stay-at-home moms sometimes feel like they just want to do a little bit more to contribute to the family. Um, I look back at it and my husband worked two jobs, and which is why I kind of wanted to do the, the business because it was a business where I didn't have to do home parties. Um, Avon was not a home party-based um, business, so I didn't have to do the home parties. And so I would just encourage moms that if you're feeling like, you want to be a mom, but you want to stay, you want to help the family out financially, find something that you can do that's not going to take away from time. Because I don't ever feel like it took away from the time of my kids. 
I did most stuff when they were sleeping or when I would go deliver orders, they would go with me and we'd make fun, you know, make it a fun time because they were, you know, they were little. They were all under the age of um, eight. So I had one in school at the time and they would go with me to deliveries. They would help me at events and they would hang out with me and they loved it. They enjoyed it. I mean, they have really good memories of helping me do my orders on the floor. So it was, it's a learning for them to see um, you in business and see how it works. So if it's, if you want to be in business, you can, and there's ways to do it. There's lots of ways doing what you're doing here or doing, you know, selling stuff or making stuff or whatever it is. There's a way to, to have a business, be a mom and you will get through it. It's, um, it, I never felt I was overwhelmed. So. Yeah. Well, I do think it is about making memories with your business too. And all my other businesses, I've done really good at including my kids and this new one. <laughs> I'm like, like even talking to you, I'm like watching the clock going, I'm feeling a little guilty right now. <laughs> so I'm still learning how to set my times and my boundaries and stuff. And they're getting really good at like when mom's on Zoom, we don't interrupt. And it's only a short amount of time. But um, this week I've tried to schedule uh, times when my olders can play with them also and not be here. And so today I'm at grandma's and they're getting uh -huh. to run around and help clean with her. Why I had a couple of, uh, zoom calls. So thank you so much for letting me interview you and find out about how your journey was, because I'm hoping it will bless somebody that needed to hear it from your version. I agree. Uh, any way to breathe help into, to people and be a blessing. That's what it's all about. All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a really good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, guys, as always, I hope that blessed you. And if you need anything, check me out at my website, www.kendradwecarolrrs.com. And find me on Homeschooling for You on Facebook groups if you want to join a community. As well as, if you guys need some mama time and you need mamas and encouragement, go create it. If you guys need a group or you have something like cooking that you can offer others, it could be the biggest blessing and the best memories that you had. Maybe you're super into nature walks and hikes and art and sorry, one of my children is yelling at a dog. <laughs> But that's what it is. Moms and things everywhere. I'm back in the back room doing my laundry, having my mama time, which is podcasting and um, listening back to the things I'm doing. This is the way I'm growing my business and also do I I just turned something that is a huge, tremendous chore that you could just sit back here and go, ugh. And instead, I've made it something that's fun for me. It's fun to podcast. And I remember a long time ago, I had a friend who the, she'd stay up late and catch up on her favorite episodes on TV to get them done. So whatever it is you need to do. And I had one more thing that I did to make it extra special. That cute little mug that I made that says walking with confidence with the little cross on it that talks about the podcast and it's bright yellow. I'm drinking out of it right now. And not only am I drinking out of it, I'm having the best fall drink that ever came up with anything. I have hot apple cider with some caramel syrup in it. It is so good. And it's not just like caramel syrup from like, for like ice cream. It's the caramel syrup that you'd put in like a coffee, like the caramel flavoring. And mm, I am definitely treating myself back in the laundry room right now, guys. 
This is how you get mommy time. This is what you do. All right, guys, as always, I hope this blessed you and I hope that you reach out and I hope that you subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to more fun, inspirational things. Talk to you later. Bye.